The next morning, I went for a run and then headed to the tennis club to cover the early shift at the smoothie bar. I picked up all the hours I could get and saved every penny. Kiki and I were moving into our own apartment in June. I hadn't laid the news on Dad yet because he would come up with a thousand reasons why I shouldn't do it. The climb rate in Clifton, the dangers of two young ladies living alone, you should save your money. Ugh. The idea of Dad's thought process gave me a migraine. When he'd asked why I was working so much, I said I was saving for a car. I jogged up the sidewalk and noticed a shiny black Range Rover with bright red leather seats parked in the lot. A small metal badge on the back of the truck read, Autobiography. That must mean extra expensive in car speak. Maybe someone famous was there to visit the club owner, Mr. Cusimano, an Italian tennis god with connections to the all-important people in town. Rumors had been swirling he associated with the mafia, but that seemed ridiculous. Well, he did gamble. A lot. And it's illegal. Maybe the rumors weren't that far-fetched. I walked to the bar, tied on an apron, and yelped when I turned around and spotted Vladimir reading over the menu board. His muscular, sweaty bod was covered in a black-and-blue Lacoste ensemble complete with coordinating shoes with little green gaiters on each side. In my shabby sweats and a craptastic t-shirt from Little Sibs Weekend, I felt like a mismatched athletic hobo compared to him. Dobre utro. Good morning, Miss Cook. His soft blonde waves were curled up into tight sweaty ringlets above his shoulders. Sexy. What are you doing here? I mean, I've never seen you here before. I laughed at my awkwardness. He dabbed his forehead with a gym towel. I only play on weekends. Just finished up a match with Anthony. Mr. Cusimano? You must be special. He usually only hits with pros. He gave me an arrogant wink and asked me what to order. I told him I would make him something healthy. My stomach did flip-flops as the Vitamix annihilated the greens. I pushed the stop button and poured the thick sludge into a plastic cup. When the veggie bile hit his taste buds, he winced. Way to go. Give the guy who can have anything liquefied spinach. You don't like it? Tastes like sewage. He set it down and waved his hand over it. I laughed and poured him a glass of water to chase down the slime. I said it was healthy, not that it tasted good. By the way, the spread at your house was awesome last night. My tennis coach, a stocky dude who carried himself like a badass steely-eyed pit bull, stalked past the counter and flashed me the look. He glanced up at Vladimir, then back to me. Had I sounded flirty? Louder than necessary, I said. So, my dad had a lot of nice things to say about you after the party. Perhaps also catching Coach's admonishing glare, Vladimir smiled. Your papa is a smart man, with a beautiful family. Are you going to hire him? As soon as I said it, I knew I'd crossed the line. I'm sorry, it's none of my business. He made a tisk sound to forgive my forwardness. I called him this morning. He's going over the contract. That's great. I put my hand on my heart. The stress of him not having a job had weighed on all of us. Oh, let me make you something else. Do you like peanut butter? You have tortured me enough. Let me take you out to breakfast.
My mouth gaped. Did he just ask me out? It was fun to fantasize about him, but the invitation felt awkward. This was my dad's new boss.